tend to be a glass half full person, but there are still times when demands and difficulties and disappointments, they can easily drain my glass if I'm not careful. You know, it can happen to all of us, but resilient people seem to be more impervious to the glass half empty mindset. They seem to have more of a steady and unflappable nature in the face of things that would drag other people down. Well, would you like to be a little less anxious, a little less worried, a little less fearful, a little less susceptible to hard times? Would you like to be more positive and emotionally resilient? If so, this episode of Quick Counsel is for you. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor, Brett Legg. The other day, I started reading a book called The Power of Optimism by Alan McGinnis. To be honest with you, I had been avoiding this book for a while because it just sounded like one of those books that would promise rainbows and unicorns to anyone who could just think happy thoughts hard enough and long enough. But once I started reading it, I was pleasantly surprised, and I wound up reading the book in one afternoon, which is very unusual for me. This book is more than 20 years old, but it offered some very realistic and practical insights for anyone who wanted to redirect their pessimism and become more positively resilient and optimistic. So, I thought I would share some of the things I learned from this book. Here are nine things that you can do if you want to have a more optimistic and more resilient life. First, don't be surprised by trouble. You don't have to go looking for trouble, but you don't have to get caught off guard by it either. We live in a world where things just go wrong, even to the best of people. Acting like trouble will never happen won't make it go away, and it's not really true optimism to start with. So face reality and be realistic. When trouble comes, don't stick your head in the sand. Instead, address it. Another thing, realize there's always something you can do. When trouble comes, approach it as a problem solver. Change what you can change. And if you can't change something, then work with it or work around it. Don't be perfectionistic. You don't have to change everything or get everything right all at once. Take incremental steps towards change. The small steps add up to big change. And remember that if something you try doesn't work, it's not a failure. It's a learning curve. A third thing you can do. Take time to renew yourself. Life can be hard. It's easy to wind up depleted and burn out and exhausted. So regularly do things that will put some fresh wind back in your sails. Hang out with fun and hopeful people. Read a good book. Meet new people. Take a regular sabbatical of rest. Play with a child. Do whatever recharges you and renews you. This is key to being more resilient. Another thing, take control of your thinking. This is so important. So many of us have thinking habits that work against us rather than for us. Here are just a few of the thinking habits that we need to control. One would be catastrophizing. This is when we take a negative experience and we blow it up out of proportion and make it worse than it really is. Another, generalizing. This is when something happens and we act like this kind of thing always happens to us all the time. Another one would be filtering. This is when we tend to filter out the positive things and only look at the negative things. And another would be personalizing. This is when we take everything as if it's a personal affront, even if it has nothing to do with us. Now, these are just a few of the unhelpful thinking habits that we have. 
If you want to get more on this, I encourage you to listen to Quick Counsel episode number 56, and that'll give you a lot more in-depth detail on these thinking habits. So another thing you can do to be more resilient is express more gratitude. Focusing on the negative is easy. The negative seems to be all around us, screaming at us from every direction. But if you start expressing and experiencing gratitude for the good things in your life, it will shift your focus from the negative to the positive. Learn to savor the good things in your life. Good food, good company, a cool breeze, children playing, the roof over your head. The list is practically limitless. So take note, make a list, and it will change your attitude and make you more resilient. Another thing you can do is stretch yourself. Did you know that your brain can continue to grow and continue to stretch and amass more knowledge no matter how old you are? So learn new things. Watch documentaries. Pick up a new hobby. Take a different route home from work. Learn a new language. The more you stretch yourself, the more resilient you'll be. Choose happy over hostile. Our world seems to be awash in hostility. Whether it's special interest groups, news outlets, or Congress, hostility is everywhere you turn. Do not add to the hostility. It will wear you out, it will ruin your health, and get you nowhere. So replace anger and frustration with interest and compassion. Rather than giving grief, give the benefit of the doubt. Rather than judge someone, pray for them. Swap hostility for happy. Celebrate more. Listen to music that picks you up. Watch movies that make you laugh. If you have trouble with being happy, then try the following. Get plenty of sleep. Find out what starts your day off well and do that. Regularly get in a brisk walk or some exercise. Act as if you're happy and it might just rub off on you. There are some other things you can do and it may even require you getting some medication if nothing else works. But work towards happy rather than hostile. Another thing you can do is share more good news than you share bad news. Complaining is a habit. Many of us have learned that habit very, very well. Don't feed your negativity by sharing it. Talk more about the good things than the bad things. You can choose your focus and you can choose what you're going to communicate. So don't be like the news outlets that share 95% bad news and 5% good news. Instead, turn that around and learn to share as many, if not more, good things than bad things. And finally, lean into love. Now, by this, I'm talking about actively loving others by serving them, encouraging them, helping them. When you lovingly serve others, it helps them, but it also changes you. Loving others may be the highest expression of resilience there is. Now, a final word. If you're a glass-half-empty type of person, the above steps can actually help you rewire your brain and keep you from being shaped and stopped by difficulties in life. These are the things that will make you more resilient and make life better for you. And if, if you're a glass-half-full kind of person, well then, who could use a little bit more of that? So what do you got to lose? I hope this episode encouraged you to make some simple changes in how you do life. All of us need to improve in at least one of these areas, so I hope this will help you. For more things like this, from me, I encourage you to check out my website, bretleggg.com, that's bretleg.com, or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you're able to tweak something in your life this week that will improve things for you and for others around you. And I hope you'll come back again next week for another episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.